following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, we're going to introduce my cool, outrageous man about town coast, and then we'll say hi to everybody. What's up, Ron Russell? I am, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm, I'm bringing back the fashion of neckerchiefs or kerchiefs around your neck. We wore them in the 70s. The reason being is, watch this. Here we go. Da -da -da -da, drum roll. <laughs> now you have your mask on and you don't have an excuse. Oh, I forgot it. I can't find my mask. If you wear a kerchief, it's very fashionable. And also it holds the mask that you need to use. Because if you don't use a mask, you can die. It's that simple. I don't, I don't bother with the bullshit. I cut to the chase. They no, said sexy. No mask, the flu. You go in the hospital, your lungs are gone. They stick a tube down your throat. You can't breathe. And you're gone with the wind. So wear a mask for damn sake. It's no big deal. Look at it. Look how nice it looks when I don't need a mask. There you go. I you look, always look gorgeous. No, I look fashionable. I... What is that? That's flesh. They're calling you Sexy Ron. Yeah, Sexy Ron. No, listen, I wore these things in the 70s. We all wore kerchiefs. Or, women call them kerchiefs. Men call them neck something. I don't know, necrophiliac or something. No, that's like people who have sex with dead people. That's what I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, we got a great show for you guys today. We have Richard Grieco coming on the show. And after that, we have actress Sherry Davis, who's one of our favorites. And that's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, we have a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to some people. Starting out with what's up? Thomas Claxton is in the chat room. Hey, Teresa Tommy. Sabin is in Florida. Uh, Angela Joseph is in the chat room. Anton Country Super from uh, Australia is in the chat room. Teresa Sabin is in Florida, and they're having, like, uh, storms and stuff there. Um, I don't know. It went by, and now I can't see who was in here before. But uh, Anyway, I want to just warn Dave. Dave... He's not there yet. I don't. I hope he doesn't come into the show today, <laughs> because when Sherry Davis comes on, he will absolutely drop dead with an erection. There you go. Oh, Don Hinton is in the chat room. Don, we love you. How you doing? Hi, Yay. Don. Um, Don is in the chat room, and uh, uh, we haven't seen Thomas Claxton lately. Hope he's doing well. He lives in Georgia. Yeah, Tommy, how's and... the girlfriend? You still with the? Oh, same Backpack one? John is in the chat room. Backpack John. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody's got a picture, but me. I need to put a little picture in my little thing. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should put a picture in your little of your little thing. No, that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's what it said. Ah, oh, neckerchief. They wrote neckerchief. Neckerchief. Men. I forgot what we called it back in the seventies when we wore them. Oh, Meg is there too. Hey, Meg. Meg. Meg, my magnificent one, my beautiful, gorgeous friend who I love and adore. Kisses to you, Megalicious. Mm. 
you gotta like have fun so we're gonna have a good time today i hope everybody's doing great with everything that's going on in the world hope everybody's staying safe enjoying themselves and um it's gonna be a lot of fun and i have to report this and i really don't want to but jimmy and i drove down to newport beach very wealthy very chic all the homes are in the many 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 millions intelligent people you would say right educated no they were on the beach without masks so many people were walking around the town without masks. And I looked at Jimmy and I said, this is ridiculous. You don't even know there's a pandemic going on. We went to all the beaches from Long Beach all the way yeah. up to like a right. far away. And then somebody said it's all red, red meaning Republican. I said, no, not at all. We had tremendous amount of Hispanic people that were walking around without masks. And I know damn well the Hispanic people are not red. They're blue. So stop that crap about, you know, always blaming everybody, blaming everything on one person or one group of people. We all share in our sin. Uh, that's why we got the pandemic, because uh, the, uh, the astronauts came down, you know, from another planet, and they brought the flu with them, and they said, <laughs> let's kill these bastards now and then take over their planet. So that's what's happening. They're in gonna, the meantime, though, we went to what f five beaches and like they were packed with why people. Why did you cut me off talking about my relatives? Because because uh, it's like ancient aliens is not boring. <laughs> Everybody out there wants to hear about it. No. My new friend Sue Wong, who I love and adore, you know, I keep saying she's an alien because she's so brilliant in all of her beautiful writings that she puts on Facebook every day, and I read it, and I found that you know everybody thinks she's a show off or or whatever, uh, you know, a grandstander. She's not. She's just trying to make the world a better place and a prettier place. And I love her for that. Absolutely. And she was a great guest a couple of weeks ago. Lots of people loved her. Right. Now, on the sad note, we lost a very, very, very dear friend. Uh, we lost uh, Elsie Ginsberg, who was known as uh, Elsie McCobb. Uh, Elsie McCobb, actress, producer in New York City. She lived on Long Island with her husband, Adam, who has a radio show. Elsie uh, was probably one of the nicest people in the world that I've ever met. I nicknamed her my Puerto Rican cha-cha-cha girl because that's what she was. She was wild and vivacious and exciting and beautiful and full of life. We lost her to breast cancer that she has been fighting now for a couple of years. I really thought she would make it. It's very, very sad. But regrettably, she didn't. And she leaves a lot of people very unhappy today because she was extremely loved by everyone in the industry. I never worked with her or for her. But there was talk somewhere that when I went to New York, they wanted me in one of their films. And I thought that was so sweet. But we actually um, met him actually before Ron came on the show. They had come on the show to promote the Macabre Fair Film Festival that went on for many years. Ron and I went to it twice I had a in New York. We had a great time. Oh, fabulous. And time. she was one of the biggest supporters of indie horror films. She was really an amazing woman. And her husband, uh, Adam Ginsburg, is also amazing. And so uh, the, the whole industry is mourning the loss of such a wonderful woman. The saddest thing about this, this passing on is if you were around Adam and Elsie, as we were intimately, you would see the love that he had for her. I mean, she walked across the room and he smiled. He just absolutely adored her. And she lived for him. I mean, it was a love affair out of a storybook. I could almost cry from it. Uh, they, they found what most people are looking for in a marriage and how sad it ended uh, in tragedy like this. Um, that's why I say, you know, I got to talk to my alien gods, my extra extraterrestrial visitors, and tell them, how come you keep killing the good ones? 
Absolutely. If you were around, you could knock off and do me a favor. Ugh. So there. Absolutely. No, I agree. I'm throwing it's the very, ball in your court. It's very sad. It's very sad. And uh, Jessica Piper, Dean put in a little post saying that she's watching and listening. Hey, Jessica, what's up? Hope all is well. We also want to welcome um, Cindy Lady Lake. Lady Lake Music joined us in the chat room. We love Lady Lake. She's fabulous. I um, hope everybody is doing good. And we're going to have some fun. And then later today, we're even getting to go. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> I mean, really, who's the old bag here? Me no, we're going. We're going. Um, uh, think hard. Think hard. Honey. No, we're going to Sadie's. But I mean, like, so we're, anyway, we're, go, we're, we're going up. Sadie and Miles rented a place for three days up in Yucca Valley. That's Sadie Katz, the outrageous, fabulous actress who's going to win every award known to man in a couple of years. Anyway, yeah, we're going up to visit with them and another couple for an evening of cocktails and barbecue. So that'll be fun. We stay our distance. You know, we don't hug or kiss or tongue kiss anymore or spit in each other's mouths <laughs> as we used to do because, you know, you can get the virus. But we're going there after here today, so it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it because I feel imprisoned again. Uh, California has locked down once more, which means nowhere to go, no restaurants, nothing. And it makes you really crazy. I hope they don't kill production because I'm in the middle of making a movie and I've got four more waiting. So at least that keeps my sanity because I go to work. But if I didn't have those films or this Fakakta show, I would really be flipping out. Absolutely. This Fakakta show. Absolutely. One more time. I'm going to send you to school. To that's, learn, a word. that's one of my words. Another word. There's no, I like a, that word. No, but that, there's more words than absolutely. Okay. Like what? V very nice. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> so we watched the new Charlize Theron movie, The Old Guard, the other night on TV. Ron didn't really like it. I it liked it. It was horrible. I think Charlize was out of her mind to have done that film, but they killed her off. This way, the sequel they're going to make, she can't be in it. No, they didn't kill her. Yeah, they did. She died. No, she didn't. She dies. Charlize Theron dies. She's going to probably die because she's no, not no, immortal she, anymore, she but dies. she didn't actually die. Yeah, she did. It did. Anyway, we just wrecked it where, for you. Where, where were you? <laughs> You know, you sleep half the time. No, she didn't die. She, she was alive at the end. She went and said, I'm not going to be alive in, in 100 years when I see you. Yeah, and then she walked away, and then she was dead. No, she wasn't dead. Anyway, she doesn't die, but she can't be in the sequel because the sequel has to take place 100 years later, and she will be dead because she's not going to be immortal. Anyway. It, was, it, was it could have been a very good plot if the music wasn't so loud. I mean, where do you find people that are zombies with music, like symphony music. I was waiting for them to break out in tutus and start flipping around and doing Swan Lake <clears throat> on the stage. It just was, today they don't know how to make a film. It didn't have a beginning, a middle, or an end. It had a bunch of sequences. Quick, 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 quick. And that seems to be. I'm in a film right now where they're doing that, and I'm going to talk to the director and the producer because I have eight lines in one scene. Now, how can you possibly... Find out who my character is or what I'm doing with just eight lines in one scene. Then there's another scene with te eight, ten. So it's all. Why? Because people are retarded today. People don't have an attention span. They're not like years ago. You followed a story quietly. Not boy meets girl. Girl and boy fight. Girl finds another one. Then they get married. and They do that, though, Then when you're the lead person in it. Like Charlize Theron's movie, it had a beginning and a middle and an end. No, it didn't. It was all hopscotch. You couldn't even figure it out. You, it, you couldn't either. And I kept asking you, Jimmy, what am I watching? It was okay. Ron doesn't like it when movies have more music going on than... More like, and the music is so loud, you have a hard time hearing the dialogue. Yeah, music, music oh, and dialogue. 
Music and dialogue do not go together. All right. So you guys, our first guest is in the studio. We're going to like let him in now, and hopefully we can see and hear and all is good. I'm excited about this one. There we go. Hello. Hey, guys. Oh, good. Hey. We can hear him. Good. Hey, everybody. So now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the amazingly talented Richard Greco. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be here. There you go. Good. Now, I have to tell our audience how we met, you and I, the first time. Okay, I was peeing, and you came alongside of me, and you started peeing. And then I said to you, you have to come on my TV show. Right. <laughs> so I'm selling a, bail, a, a bunch of goodies to you. You got to come on. We got a big show with 5 million people. And then, you know, I always said, buddies that pee together stay together. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the movie? Oh, Art of the Dead. So oh, we were I at the Art it. of the Dead I premiere. Richard's in the film. I loved it. No smoke up your ass, Richie. I love that movie. That movie was one of the one of the best indie films. One of the best indie films out. You know, most of them stink, especially <laughs> the ones I'm in. They're real lulus. <laughs> <laughs> but that one was good, and I wish I had more of you in the movie. I was kind of disappointed that you weren't really enough in the movie because you're a good actor. And these indie films need good actors because the rest of them stink. So hold on. We didn't even do So this is Ron Russell because I didn't actually introduce you. He knows you. who I am. Well, he knows we, who we, you we, are. We, but we peed together. I know you peed together, and it was a lot of fun. And now we have a chat room, probably about 15 countries represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. There you go. They're going to love it. They're all excited to have you here, and everything is good. So, so uh, Meanwhile, you're looking good. I like what oh, you got. You. No, the long hair and the stash. Oh, yeah. You look better now than when I saw you that night. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get better as you get older. That's, That's the good. way to go, right? Oh, my God. And they're talking about your gorgeous eyes. Uh, they're, like, posting all kinds of things up on the thing. Uh, <laughs> no, don't, don't put your sunglasses. No, it looks, like, really you, good. You know that your eyebrows and your eyes are what made your face work. You know that, of course. Well, that, that – um... I had a thing with my, my eyes and stuff and the intensity of my eyes. And, and also and the like, eyebrow, the shape of the eyebrow always was very like speeding forward. You're yeah, a good looking just, guy. You're a handsome guy. I have a question. Were you ever one of people's sexiest men alive? Um, I was, um, yeah, I, well, no, I didn't. That's a publicist thing. I didn't do that that year, but I got on the cover of um, us's top 10 bachelors twice. And then, uh, I don't think I got along with People Magazine. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You don't like me to. So I want to talk a little bit about some of you. We're going to definitely talk about your music um, as we're going lot along. A lot, lot of stuff to talk um, But to I want to like go back because... Wait, you know why? Because you got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I wanna, first of all, we went to Art of the Dead, and I don't know if a lot of people know all the great Love movies and, that you're a director now. Um, you, actually did a, you actually did a movie, I forgot, let's see, that we had some of the people on our show it was uh, it was a horror movie, and, and it was part of the dead are paintings, and each painting has a meaning. And I don't want to give it away, but it worked well. It was a very well done film, and of course, uh, Richie was good in it. He's good in everything he does anyway. He's a he's a good actor. There are shitty actors out there, but he's a good one. So here's one thing that nobody that I didn't know though. We actually uh, we actually when we lived in Pennsylvania because we've only lived here for a little over two years. We were only in we Pennsylvania had, for a short time because we had to be. I was stuck there. So we had Nick Hawk on our show, 
And Nick Hawk was on that TV uh, show, Gigolos. And, I, and it says on IMDb, you were the executive producer of that show. And that show was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I created that. I basically created that show. I actually pitched that show to Showtime with everybody else in the room. But I actually did the pitch, sold the show. Um, and, uh, and we got a pickup for six. And then all of a sudden it took off. And then um, it lasted uh, six years. We yeah. like loved he was it's the first time we've ever had anybody like that That's on the good, show. Six years and, is a good run. And it was really funny and he was showing us the mold for his like he's got his own like adult toys, you oh, know, in God. the stores. Oh, and he was like showing us that and telling yeah. us how much money he charged women for a weekend and stuff. And I was and, like, and Holy I, shit. And I said to him, Too bad people don't smoke anymore. He said, why is that? I said, because we could have made your penis into a cigarette lighter. <laughs> and you could have put it on your coffee table. You know, when friends come over, you grab it like a dildo, say, would you like a light? It was hilarious. Hey, he's a fun guy. We had a lot. We of had fun a lot of fun with him. And let's go back to Booker, though, because I originally became a fan with the whole like 21 Jump Street and Booker. And uh, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Lori Petty. And uh, she's going to be coming on the show. And she was in Booker. She was like your, uh, what was she like your secretary or something in Booker? Uh, she came on. She came on. I think in the around the eighth or ninth episode, and and, and we just gelled right away. And she she's wonderful. She was wonderful. Yeah. So basically, though, because Twenty One Jump Street, like, really, like, you know, blew up careers from lots of people, you included, and uh, mm -hmm. and I still watch it. I have all of them on DVD. I think they're great. I love to watch them. Um, so so give us some kind of insight, or just tell us something about the experience for being on that, because anybody who's like my age or a little bit younger, that's like a staple show for us. Uh, like when we were younger, growing up, and it's cool to see yeah, how you've it, evolved. It was before my time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Um, that show. I mean, I, I mean, initially, I mean, I, I, I auditioned for the character Booker with probably a thousand other actors, and uh, um, end up getting the role. It was only supposed to be for one day, and uh, I mean, one episode. And then uh, Fox uh, did a uh, before the episode even aired, um, they started promoing this Greco depth, depth Greco Greco depth thing, kind of like a WWA fight, and uh, and. Uh, it, it took off, so all of a sudden I was on another episode. Another next thing I know, I was signed for the whole year, and uh, and uh, the other castmates want to know what the hell was going on. I mean, the first day of the table read, basically everyone looked at me and said, "Who the hell is that guy?" <laughs> Literally, yeah. And and I put myself in their place. Like I would probably be like, "Why is this person here?" You know what? have we done wrong? I mean, or, or what haven't we done right? But, uh, they needed, a they needed some edge to the show a little, um, they needed an angle where there's a little friction because they got a little buddy, buddy, I think on the show. And my character Booker actually added that. And also, um, uh, the, the depth character needed someone to play off of some kind of antagonist. I think that they'll work perfect. Like I loved the show the whole time, but I thought it got better when you actually got on and there was kind of like that antagonism. And, and I've met Johnny Depp a couple of times cause I used to have a clothing store in Florida and his band used to shop there. Right. Um, um, so I had met him and Dustin I had on the show when we first started many years ago. So I've kind of like, and we just met Holly Robinson's Pete's mom at a party here in, in Palm Springs not too long ago. Um, so kind of like I have a, I don't know, it's just a show and I think it's a phenomenal show. Okay, I've got two things I'm going to ask you to do actually not one one is a question one is something to do question greco greg greek you're greek right no i mean um, i'm italian and irish um but greco 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 because i'm italian 
was taken by all the Italians that were from Greece that moved to Italy. They just called them all Grecos. So there's definitely La Greci, La Greci, actually. La Greci, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is, do me a favor, lift the hat off. Bring Mm -hmm. those eyes close to the camera because all the girls will scream. They're like freaking out. The girls need... (laughs) The girls want, they're writing in the face thing on the stupid computer. Let's see his gorgeous eyes. Come close. Well, I mean, you're not going to see it with that hair. No, no. <laughs> bring, bring, bring one eyeball close. Bring the, bring, let those girls see those gorgeous eyes. There they're, you go, ladies. They're killing themselves in the chat room. Yeah, they like love it. They're screaming, aren't women demented? I mean, if you got a cute face and you're you're famous, they go crazy for you. But if you have a cute face and you're not famous, they treat you like shit. It's so. <clears throat> what do you think about that? How do you? How do the ladies treat you? Um, I've never had a problem. <laughs> I mean, everyone's been pretty nice. You get, your, you get your haters out there, I guess. A few of them. I mean, I've been with Michelle now for about nine years. So, I mean, so. So that's a happy relationship. So yeah. now is is she in the is she in the entertainment industry or something totally different? Something totally different. That's probably one reason why it works so well. Yeah, I'm with Jimmy. <laughs> you know, Jimmy and I are legally married and, and I hate him. <laughs> you hate him. <laughs> Working with him sucks. We, we, Jimmy and We I, never get along. We, we never have a fight out of theater. Okay, mm. the, when we're in our real world, we never we get along beautifully. But the right. minute we get into the biz, we fight like animals. <laughs> I mean, to the point where I'm calling lawyers, you know, to see how much I could get out of them. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like love it. First of all, too, you guys, you can follow Richard on um, Twitter. He's at Richard underscore Greco. It's G-R-I-E-C-O for anybody who doesn't know. And uh, his official website is richardgreco-official.com. And uh, you guys know him from Booker, 21 Jump Street. He was in a cool movie, uh, Born to Run, because we had like half the people from that show. We had uh, Ken Kersinger, Christian Campbell, and Steve Basic all on our show, um, okay. um, which is fun. He was in episodes of Veronica Mars, which is one of my favorites. Uh, he played Loki in the television version of The Almighty Thor. And we used to do stuff with Cody Deal. I don't know what happened to him. He just dis- disappeared. But like we were in a bunch of movies with him back in the day. Um, he also, uh, the great movie, If Looks Could Kill, he played Bugsy Siegel in Mobsters. He's in At the End of a Night at the Roxbury, which was hilarious. You had a cameo in the 22 Jump Street, too, right? Yeah. Play, yeah. Uh, he, we saw him in Art of the Dead. He has a movie that he executive produced, Desert Moon, with Sarah French, James Duvall, Maria Olsen, Sarah Julian Philpott, and Tyler Gallant, all who've been on our show. And, and uh, my dear friend, Sarah French is one of my sweetest friends, and so is Tyler. <laughs> Sarah French is so beautiful, but she's a little standoffish. The first time I met her, I called her a bitch because she had an attitude. You know, she's like one of those profile broads. And she was just very shy. And as I got to know Sarah, I found a very interesting, warm woman. She did a movie with Marcel Waltz called Blind, which you've got to see, Rich. It is fabulous. I heard it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. And Sarah did a... Your film came in second to that. Blind was number one, and your film was two. Uh, the rest of them were junk. I have to say, though, like because you've done some stuff with the Mahal Brothers, right? Yep. And Mahal Brothers are probably the best indie filmmakers of, of all the people that we know in Hollywood right now because you know their films aren't really super high-budgeted, but they're actually really good films. When you go to see them, they get good casts. The stories are good. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end because um, we, we go to like 50 premieres a year and probably like 48 of them aren't too good, but all theirs are always really good. <laughs> I mean, some yeah, of them we have are not, 
we, we have a Jack of the Unknown coming out, and um, I think that's coming out September, October. Um, I did with uh, the Malls. Um, yeah. Jack, which actually I saw it. It's, it's, um, they did a really nice job. What's good about them is they put the money where it should be, which, which is actually in the movie. Um, and the special effects, they put a lot of money into that. The sound, they put a lot of money into that. And uh, they do a good job. They really do. With the money that we have to spend and, and the time we have to work, um, they, uh, they put out a good product. You know, Richard, how do you do a film in 10 days and the budget is 150000 <clears throat> Excuse me. and you expect it to look like something decent? It's not possible. At least I've never seen it yet. I know the budgets of all the films we go to see. And I want to tell the producers, don't be so anxious to do your film. Gather your money. You yeah. know, instead of getting 150, let it go a year more and get 250, 350. And don't shoot in 10 days where people no. people read lines. I'm in a movie right now that I'm having a breakdown from. We're shooting it. I play an admiral, Admiral uh, General Milan, and I'm out there to save the world from killer clowns. Yeah. And I said to the writer, I said, what's my character? I don't, you brought me on this, uh, I'm in the film, and what the right. fuck for, I'll never know. And then I'm out of the fucking film, and then I'm in the next scene, again, I pop in and out like, like some kind of a cartoon. Right. There's, no, there's no such thing as a table read anymore. There's no such thing as rehearsal anymore. Now and these low-budget movies. Yeah, but the ones I'm in, they're like $2 movies. You know, <laughs> They tell you where to go. Walk there. I said, where are my marks? Oh, we don't have marks. But you see that dresser? Walk over to the dresser and then to the lamp. And I think to myself, is this like home movies like kids do at 14? These are supposed to be professionals. I really yeah. like I really dislike the films that I'm in, but you know, at 80 years old, who the fuck wants me? So I'll take whatever I got. <laughs> I'll hire you in the next movie we do, next uh, movie we, we produce. And I have, I think you've I have got a great very ones. good film background in my early years. I did a lot of television and stuff. So now you know who wants me. Hold on, let's go back to Attack of the Unknown, though, because um, uh, Tara Reid is in that. Robert Donovan, mm -hmm. who was also in Art of the Dead, he played the priest. He's a great guy. Uh, oh, Douglas, oh, Douglas oh, Tate's oh, a good oh, friend oh, of ours. He's been on the show a bunch stop. of times. The only thing I disliked about that movie was the priest scene, and I kept telling it on the air when I was critiquing it. I said it was like a, a Dracula thing. They didn't need the priest with the crucifix and all that bullshit. <laughs> I thought that was so not in the film. If they would have cut that out, that film would have had a higher quality. Yeah, I think what they did with the film and what and what we had to, to use and the, the time that we had, um, they did a really good, good job of the special effects, I thought. They are really creative with that. I, I understand that thing with the cross going in his eye and stuff. That was a little kind of... I mean, not, not necessarily stupid. It didn't work with the film. The film had some kind of class to it. It had some yeah, style. It it, it you know, like it, a much higher budget. Yeah, and it was really a, a story for a change that was very interesting. And, of course, your work is good because you're a vintage actor. But some vintage. Of, well, he is a vintage <laughs> actor. He's been around more than 20 years. That makes you vintage. Me, I'm, I'm antique, not even vintage. I went beyond vintage to antique. But I, what I'm saying is he's an actor that's been working. He's not a novice. He's not on the set, you know, saying... Oh, is that the camera? He doesn't right. do that. So it shows. Eric Roberts also, who I who I love. I've I love seen, Eric. I love Eric, and I've seen him yeah. in some really bad shit. Let me tell you. And it, and his work just shows beautifully because there is a vintage actor, another good actor. Well, Eric, but, it doesn't matter what he's in; he always cares about what he does. But he's he's intense. 
Eric yeah. has always been intense. He's, he's even intense when you meet him in person. He, he's even intense if he's eating a sandwich. But um, I love his work. He's a great actor. Uh, so he does do good for the film as you do good for the film. I think uh, if you are not in that film, I probably would. But I didn't have enough of you again. How many days shoot were you on? I just shot all that one day. One day? Yeah, basically uh, what they do with that type of film, they'll take names like and they'll put them in the film and just to draw the people in to watch and a lot of times that's that character will just be in for you know three four yeah. seasons. the come the come but, on character but what it does it, it sells it overseas yeah you know? you're a distribution name yeah. like if they have you in a film they'll get distribution and they need it exactly. so the movie i had i couldn't remember the name of was clinton road which you directed that film right yes sir Yep. Um, Cheyenne Elliott, we uh, is a an acquaintance of mine because actually, you know, her grandmother is Dionne Warwick, and we had her on the show. Right, and, uh, okay. that was that uh, was fun, and uh, <laughs> so it was a, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so, so is that movie actually out that people can see it? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Um, it came out in the theaters uh, a year about a year ago in ten cities. Um, it uh, did pretty well. I mean, it was a hard look. It was an arduous shoot. Um, Steve and I had 15 days to shoot this thing. We, we, we were shooting in New Jersey on Clinton Road. So we were we were transporting people from New York City to New Jersey. And per SAG, we had eight hours portal to portal. And so it was a real tough shoot. Um, but I would go nuts from that. You know, in my day... Some cast, though. Wait, in my yeah, day, really I was on a movie with Sophia Loren and Tara Punter that took three months to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but it's a classic today. It's your beautiful work. I mean, it was really well done, and the acting was good. Even though Sophia Loren didn't like Tara Punter, she thought he was too young for her. So hang on, I want to go back to Clinton Road to give you a prop. So you guys, this is a horror movie, and it's got a great, a great cast. Ace Young, you guys from American Idol. Um, I'm just picking out the people who I actually know who they are. Uh, Vincent Pastor, who I know, Eric Roberts, uh, Ice T. Richard, you had a did a cameo in your film, Cheyenne Elliott. Um, it's a great cast. It's a cool story. Um, so everybody go watch it on Amazon Prime. So let's let's talk about it a little bit. And so now you're besides acting, now you're directing and producing. Uh, are you enjoying it as a director? And what? How did you decide to to go behind the camera? Well, I, th I think I, I've always had an affinity to go behind the camera, just from being a, a painter, an artist, um, and painting. Um, and, and starting with a blank, blank canvas and, and creating something um, from an emotional standpoint. Um, I think growing up, because I started so young when I was in my, when I was about 20 in front of the camera, I always asked questions on what, what lenses they were using. Why were they shooting this way? Why were they shooting that way? Why were they doing this over? Why were they doing this, you know, master from this side? Why weren't they do it from this side? You know, are, you like are you a Gemini? Oh, Aries. Oh, okay, because Gemini, I'm a Gemini. I do the same thing you do. I think it's because we don't like what's being done to us when they make us look bad. And we want to change it. And I think thinking... Both of, of you guys are gorgeous. You never look well, bad. Wait, no, 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 no. no. That, that's <laughs> bullshit. Go, go look at my last movie. I look like the wreck of the Aspers. I look like some old queen. Please. <laughs> Please, please. please. I, I, I was at the red carpet. I threw up on the carpet. But no, I really feel... That acting, and you're going to agree with me, Richard, acting is something that we must do, not the director. What do you think about that? 
The director can't tell us how to act a scene. I don't like that when they, like, you know, Ron put the Brooklyn accent on, Ron take the Brooklyn accent off, that kind of shit. I read my character and I make my character come to life. Right. And I have my own idea, my own vision of my mm -hmm. character. But the camera, but the camera doesn't because the director is shooting it differently. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That yeah. you don't you don't get your work out there because the fuckers don't let you do it. <laughs> well, what I like to do when I direct is keep it organic as possible with the actors. Yeah, yeah. The reason why you hired them to begin with is because it has something um, to give. about them that, that, that transcended into that character. So I let them, I give them room to breathe. I don't really do much with them unless it's really drastic where I have to like, you know, do some line readings or this and that, but I give them enough room and enough takes. And, and I always ask if they want more, you know, I mean, if I like something and I like it, but I always say, how do you feel about it? Do you want another one? See, you're a generous director. Yeah, I'd so. work for you. I'd work for you. So no, do you like being a director? You must then, cause you're starting to do a lot of it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I like love it too. All right. So then, so I'm going to like bring up a, something and you're not even going to remember. First of all, I think a lot of people don't know that you're like a, a, a music artist. You know, you write mm -hmm. songs and you play guitar. I don't know if a lot of people like know that. B. Claudia just joined us from Germany. She was going hey, crazy. Hey, she, she, she like put up links of you. You must have played in Germany sometime because yeah, she's got she's got the pictures of the tour and she's like, oh, my God, he was on tour in Germany. So just say hi, B, real quick now that she's here. I was waiting for her. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, and hey, B, you came in too late. You missed his eyes. <laughs> you have to go back for the repeat. You so missed anyway, his eyes, BB. So many years ago, when I lived in Florida, I actually worked for a record label uh, called Spectre right. Music Group, and I actually contacted you. I have this book from years ago that has your phone number and your email because I, I was trying to get you on the label, and something didn't work out, and you didn't come. But I loved the music then. Um, so you have. Uh, how many albums have you done? I know you have one called Waiting for the Sky to Fall, not including uh -huh. the new single. Do you have any other ones besides that one? No, what I did was I just released Waiting for the Sky to Fall in Europe at the time in 1995. And um, um, because it wasn't like my agents and people like that didn't want me to release it in the States because you're an actor. And and that time, you, you know, the whole stigma was you couldn't do two things. And that, you couldn't you know? be a trip, triple threat. Yeah, you can't do it all. So, so at least in Europe, which I think was great, and um, and and did really well in Europe, um, and then uh, ended up touring over there for like three or four months and had a ball. I mean, they like loved now it. You live in L.A., right? Yeah, I live in L.A. Where you, wait, where are you from originally? New York. Oh, we're in New York. Um, originally upstate New York, Watertown, and then lived in the city for three years. I'm a, I'm from Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear it? I never get rid of my accent. I, I, they, sometimes in movies they say, can you lose a Brooklyn accent? And I say, yes, of course I can. And then I sound like some old queen. Be like knows all your shit. She's like, he was with Edel Music, E-D-E-L Music, and you played in Adele. Berlin. Edel Music, and you played in Berlin, and it was an awesome show. And she was working at a TV station, and, and they used to play your music all the time. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's I, very cool. So now you got a wait, new single. Wait, huh? I think, in all fairness, he's got to blow her a kiss. Okay, blow me <laughs> a kiss. Blow, <laughs> not you, not you. you I know, not crew. me. Him. There you go. He did it. There you go. That, there, that, that was for you, B. That was for B, for being a devout fan of, of Richie's. Yeah. Um, so you got a new single. You just released it last week, I think, on Friday, uh, on the 3rd, I think. Uh, anyway, it's oh, called. Yeah, the 3rd. It's called Six Feet Away. Tell us a little bit about it. It has definitely has to do with this pandemic. <laughs> 
Um, Six Feet Away was uh, something I was working on for about three or four weeks. Um, and uh, um, had, I mean, I, I write every day anyway. So uh, um, uh, this one came out of what's going on uh, as far as the isolation stuff and, and, and how people are coping with it and not being able to see family or friends and stuff like that in a, in a normal kind of way. And, and uh, so I came up with a song. Um, six feet away was a metaphor for, you know, uh, a lot of things, you know, six feet away from, you know, grasping that goal or six feet away from actually talking to somebody six feet away from actually dying. Um, but, um, I collaborated, I, I, I came up with the riff, came up with the music and everything that collaborated with Kyle Perrin and then, uh, George Romero came up with the, the video and we, we shot part of it out here with Michelle she shot most of it and Kyle shot a little of it and uh and then Romero shot some stuff in Kentucky and then we edited it together and came up with a cool neat story with it and uh, and it's doing really well um on iTunes and Google Play and Amazon and and then catch out the video on YouTube if they want so yeah you guys got to go on YouTube and just Google Richard Greco six feet away and I'm going to give a shout out to George Romero he's a good friend of mine he's a great great guy and yeah, uh and he's part of the Indie Brigade, uh, which has a show on Friday nights. Okay, so yeah, which I'll be doing a podcast on there in a, probably about three or four weeks called Fragments from a Dirty Ashtray. So. There you go. So what have you got cooking now that you could tell your fans? We have over 5 million people right now watching us, so make it good. <laughs> what <laughs> we got going on right now is me and Romero got uh, some things cooking um, um, movie-wise and, and – uh, and graphic novel wise, he's got some great stuff going on. Um, 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 I got the Tacky Unknown coming out. I got the Country Singer coming out, which I directed. Um, and working on a bunch of different projects. Um, also, I'm coming up with new songs right now. I'm going to actually, because of the, the success of Six Feet Away, I'm going to uh, finish up an album and probably release that in the next two, three months. Oh, that's cool. So for those of you out there, Richard's got a lot of stuff for you to enjoy, all of your, all of Richard's fans. So uh, he's not a, like a sleepy worker. No. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, so let's do some hypotheticals. You've, you've been in tons of shit, and you've done it. I love to ask all the people, especially people who've had like great careers. Um, so here's a hypothetical. Who's like on your bucket list of a male and female actor that you have not had an opportunity to work with yet that you think would be a lot of fun to work with? And then in thinking in, in the background, what's a movie that's ever been made that you would have liked to have been in that you didn't that you weren't in? But and it can be you know old, new, whatever you think. Um, and so can the actor, the actor, the actress. They can be old, you know, dead or alive. Be dead too because Ron's are all dead, <laughs> right? That wasn't nice. <laughs> um, so someone I, I would like to work with, alive or dead, yes. Um, that would probably be, uh, probably, I mean, I would like to see, I got Dean Brando, I, I'd probably say Montgomery Cliff. Oh, good, wow. choice. good choice, wonderful actor, terrific yeah. actor. Never met him, but I know stories about him because I knew Elizabeth Taylor pretty well. Right. And Elizabeth would talk about him with the greatest love in the world. She adored and worshipped him. And what's a female? But, but he was gay, and, you know, there was a bit of a problem with that. Well, with I tried to do his story. We tried to do his story. This is 20 years ago, but they wouldn't let us do it. Um, well, they won't say oh, he was wow. gay. They won't let on that he was yeah. gay? But that's ridiculous. Story. Gay is not a disease. It's, it's, just, a, it's just who it we stupid. are. It is stupid. I mean, Monty Cliff was probably one of the most gorgeous men. And then he was leaving yeah. Elizabeth's house drunk and he had an accident. He hit a pole yeah. 
and his teeth went down his throat, and Elizabeth pulled his teeth out. I mean, she loved to tell that story over and over. And Monty wasn't as gorgeous after the accident. But the but thing then- is, you know what, Ron? The only time... I mean, he's got to be probably the most, most underrated actor of all time. I mean, he should have won the award from here to eternity. And he should have won it, but he, he only got nominated for Freud when his face was all screwed up. Right. And it's just kind of an ironic play on what how his career went. I mean, Well, you know, Hollywood's full of shit. But I mean, oh, yeah. I... I, the, his performance that I loved the most was the heiress with Olivia de Havilland when he was that money-crazed, sneaky little son of a bitch who was going to marry the plain Jane just for her money, and then in the end she fixes him. It's a wonderful script. It was a wonderful movie. I think Olivia got an Oscar for it, didn't she? The yeah. heiress? She did. Just so you know, uh, Ron used to have a show before he was with me. No, and it it's was, still going. I and he's getting ready back. to launch it again again. It's called Set the Record Straight, where he used to interview all the legends of Hollywood. Jane Russell was one of his best friends, and yeah. he interviewed Tab Hunter and um, Cliff Roberts. Cliff Roberts and Lauren, Bacall, Lauren Bacall, Betty Davis. Oh, I mean, all the old bags. All the old bags. I grew up with them. I'm 80 years old, so, you know, these old bags, I was the kid. Uh, they were all 10, 15, 20 years older than I, but I hung out with all of them. And I used to go to all their parties. And I remember them saying, oh, you're so young, you're a kid. Now forget it. I had never well, seen you were that. there when Hollywood was Hollywood. When yes. Hollywood oh, was I, was there, I was there when Hollywood was definitely. Shelly Wint is my dearest friend in the world. I mean, Shelly and I were really close. If you sat down and listen, we used to have lunch at the Silver Spoon every Thursday, a whole gang of us, you know, directors, producers, actors, and Shelly would take the floor and tell us stories about Hollywood and the things that, she, I mean, the marvelous stuff that no longer is, exists in film. Film today is, uh, you go in, you read your lines and you go home. It stinks. Right. So hold on, go back. What's an actress then? Who? What's an actress you would like to have been with? And then think about what movie would you have liked to have been in also? And, and he complains um, about that Hollywood thing all the time, about Hollywood's not like Hollywood. And- oh, no, it's not Hollywood. It's a home no. movie. No. <laughs> now it's called a home movie. I mean, I would say, as far as an actress, Vivian Lee. I mean, I go, I mean. Wonderful I, a, choice. I, I just think she was such a brilliant actress in the sense that she was so good and her delivery was so brilliant. And she was, I mean. Beautiful. You know, and beautiful, yeah. But uh, I love Vivian Lee. I would agree with that. You know, she lived a tormented life because her husband was gay also. And the fact that he was gay, she understood but couldn't live with. And her husband, of course, is uh, Laurence Olivier, Sir Sir Laurence Olivier. And that gossip went around when I was in Hollywood. Um, I forgot what movie she made. uh, One of the one of the later year movies. And she and, and Larry were not even speaking. They, she was crazy. She had a, a nervous breakdown. But a, a brilliant actress. I mean, her portray, portrayal in Streetcar Named Desire with, yes. her, with her southern accent and those scenes, my God, where she gets in, you know, paper, paper lanterns and stuff, all that jazz. Marvelous oh, yeah. stuff. Brando was outrageously fabulous in yeah. Streetcar. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, you. you have good choice. You pick two good ones. I agree. So do you watch Turner Classic Movies a lot? Yes. Because I had never, before I met Ron, I had never seen like any of them. And now we watch it all the time. Because my friends are on all the time. I said, Jimmy can't believe it. He says, you know, that I said, I know all of them. I mean, it's, it's amazing how on Betty Davis is the one that flips everybody out. And now Voyager, she, 
enunciated every letter. She was absolutely perfect. The right. ultimate lady, class sophistication. She moved to an apartment on Havenhurst. And when I went up to a party of her house, I looked at the, the, the number at the door. It was 4F. And I walked in. I said, hey, Betty, you got the right apartment, 4F. She said, yes, four fucks. What are you drinking? That was <laughs> Betty. I mean, Betty Davis was abroad. Abroad. Yeah. I'm telling you, she was furthest thing in real life from a lady. She loved dirty jokes. She loved dirty talk. She was a wild woman. Fabulous. Yeah. So that's what tells me what a good actress is. So, so hold on. Now pick a movie. Let us know what movie would you have liked to have been in. Well, I've turned down a lot of movies that I kind of regret. Um, but uh, Name one. Think, uh, Speed. Oh, wow. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake, Richard. Big mistake. But the Richard. script I read wasn't the script that they did. The oh, okay, read, okay. It was it was a bus that was just in a parking lot and never moved. Oh, so it was more boring. It was boring. They 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 yeah. up the they up the ante. Yeah, That's funny. And, okay. But I think probably uh, movies. It, it could can it be you know any movie. Um, yeah, anytime, any movie. It wouldn't be. I mean, probably. Uh, I would say maybe. East of Eden. Okay. Oh, wow. That's now, a good would one. you want to play Jimmy's part? Yes. Hell of a part to play. Yeah. James Dean was really, in his real life, a little off the wall. He was gay yeah. also. So he, yeah. used to, he used to hide the gayness. Rock Hudson and he made a film, Giant. And mm -hmm. the rumors got out that they were carrying on, which is not true. Jimmy and Rock never had an affair. Rock Hudson, who I knew well, was very, very... Uh, protective of his homosexuality. We were shooting Macmillan and wife down on the docks in Universal, and and he said to the script girl, "That line is a little effeminate. Could we change it?" That's how strict he was about what he said. Um, right. James Dean was very, very compliment. I never met James, James, but these are the rumors and stories that were going around. He was very, very confused, and his work was brilliant because he started a whole new fashion in film. Yeah, he did. I mean, I used to I did a movie called The Apostate with Dennis Hopper. So I used to pick his brain about Jimmy, you know, with Rebel and and. Uh, I saw Rebel. I but saw nobody, Rebel for the first wait, time just no, like a month ago, and no, it was awesome. Yeah, but nobody could get close to him. That's no. the one thing that I was told. He sort of lived in a capsule. He was. He mm -hmm. came to work. He did his scenes, and then he would go back in his capsule. You couldn't connect with him. And yeah. I think that's sort of what Elizabeth Taylor found a little difficult because she was abroad when she was on a set. They were all her ex-husbands or ex-lovers, you know, so she, <laughs> she was comfortable. She was comfortable. Okay, so let's switch it to music for a minute. So who are some of the bands, uh, I don't want to say that influence you, but like who are, like if you were just going to be like driving down the road, I guess on your motorcycle, do you, do you have a motorcycle that plays like loud music? Because we passed one the other day on the beach. And we, I, no, I, I, I have older school <laughs> motorcycles. Yeah, I have regular Harleys. Yeah. Okay, so if you're in, a, in your car and you're just driving down the road, like what, who would you be listening to? Who are some of the bands that like uh, make an impact and that you like to listen to? Bands or singers, they don't have to be bands. Well, I like um, Skinner, like Elton John, uh, Zeppelin, uh, Credence. Um, I like Creed. I like Pearl Jam and U2, um, Guns N' Roses, Pink Metallica. Floyd. Pink Floyd. Do you like Pink, Pink Floyd? Floyd? Pink there Floyd. you go. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I mean, The Wall is probably one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, 
He's a great friend of ours, you know, the, the saxophone player. Scott Page. Scott Page. I'm a publicist is how I actually support myself, and so I work with a lot of big musicians as, as right. a publicist. And Scott Page has such great stories about um, the group and traveling and stuff. I told Scotty, write a book, but tell the truth about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, the women, the carryings on. The, the, so anyway. you don't really listen to, like, a lot of, like, anything that's new now because everybody you named is basically, like, like uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I, I, I mean, I do, but I can't. I mean, I don't really. I don't know. I mean. Uh, no, I, I you, get it because there aren't that many, like, especially like rock music. I there like aren't Garth that many Brooks. great ones. I like Garth Brooks. I mean, I've been a fan of his for a long time. Um, Would you, you consider know? yourself an old soul? Yeah. I thought I mean, that. Back when I, wanted, I picked I that up. I picked that up. You, know? you, lived, you lived before. In your past life, you were very, very important. And in this life, you shun away from importance. Because yep. I, that's I believe I believe in many lives. Have you ever had a band, or is it always just like you? I mean, I guess if you're on tour, you have to have a backup band, right? Yeah, I had a band with John Dunmore called it uh, Richard Greco on the Dunmore Band. Um, I came up with the name uh, Wasteland Park as the name of, of my new album, and uh, um, but then I think the new album is just going to be Richard Greco, and I'll come up with a name. But uh, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, those are next. Um, my friends next. I'm um, not my friends. My next door. I have three Boston Terriers. Oh, how cute! We have three rescues. Yeah, we have three rescues. <laughs> All cute as hell. That's what yeah. Sean Cannon has too, though, right? Isn't his a Boston Terrier? Yeah, yeah. No, no, they have a bulldog. <laughs> oh, it's a bulldog. Okay. Yeah, Michelle's and Sean. You know Sean Cannon? Mm -mm. You don't know Sean Cannon? You have to meet. Oh, Sean you have Cannon. to introduce you. You'll like Sean Cannon. He's a, he's, a, he's like you. He's he's like a like a superstar cool guy. He's a he's a super oh, cool. soap opera. Star. He's a soap opera guy. But he was. Did you ever oh, see I the know, the, the Karate Kid three? The Karate oh, Kid know, three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got a wonderful show called Studio City, which is got a, it was up for eight it, daytime it, Emmy yeah, Awards, it, but it they, didn't win. They wrote it and they did it, and it's fabulous. And I'm proud to say I play his father. In the in, next season. In the next season, yeah. Who raped his mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was a young girl and I was a young man. And she came to Hollywood and I raped her. And Sean came from that rape. So I thought, boy, these soap operas, they, they hitch over the head with it. So what is yeah. your, what is like your best, like, like, what did you, what have you enjoyed the best? Do you have a, like a, a certain TV show or movie that you had the most fun on? Maybe it isn't your favorite, but that you had the most fun on doing? Because people in the chat room are like digging all this stuff. They like love it They're all. They're asking a million questions, Richard. <laughs> you better do a Q&A. I think the most fun, like just pure simple fun was probably if looks could kill because i mean it was i mean i had sneakers that walked up walls i had cool cars i had all these gadgets i had i mean every day was fun bill deer who directed was fun the cast linda hunt roger reese roger daltrey oh Rob roger daltrey just just uh, a lot of fun i mean i um I, I, yeah, that would be the, the movie as far as just pure fun I, I had was would be that one. So you um, worked with Roger Daltrey? Well, I met him. He, I wasn't in the scene with him. I was so excited that he was in our movie um, um, that uh, went up and talked to him, hung out with him a little bit, and uh, he's just a, such a cool guy. I was, I was like, you know. Yeah, me too. Boy. I would like to have met him. We're actually doing. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're putting together a uh, charity like concert uh, in New York at the end of the year. If everything is okay, and Roger Daltrey is going to be one of our performers, and then I'll meet him. 
I finally meet him after all those years. But they have a good lineup. They have Billy. Uh, what's his no, name? no, no. We, I can't name it all because oh, I, I don't name. have it all. I don't have it arranged yet. We can't name. <laughs> One is like an insect, like an ant or a roach. <laughs> That okay, actually, got it. Oh, have, we can say the Adam. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna have Adam Ant. Adam Ant and and uh, I like Adam Ant and Billy, possibly Billy Idol. Billy Idol, he said. Tom it. Jones Billy did, uh, gave us the song for uh, Booker, um, "Hot in the City." Yeah, that's so cool. So that's going to be fun. We fly, we fly to New York, and I get to meet all these great music legends. As we well. get to meet them all the time, anyway, because Scott Page from Pink Floyd is one of our uh, one that, of my clients, and and they do a funny. thing. At, they do a thing at the. Uh, the wisdom called oh, think yeah. experience where they got all these famous musicians from different bands. Stephen Perkins from Jane's addiction. Rich. Um, you got it. Tony go. Franklin from like white snake and all these other bands. Yeah. And, uh, 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 Kenny Olson from uh, twisted Brown trucker brand. And they do the songs of Pink Floyd in the dome with this like 3D thing on the ceiling. And we go to it all the time. It, it is and so, so we, amazing. Uh, you lay in a chaise lounge and you look up at this dome and the shit that goes on up there. And especially if you're a little buzzed, you know, like you had a lot too much Coca-Cola and you're right. a little buzzed and you're watching all the stuff. Listen, give us contact information. I have all his contact we'll, information. We'll, uh, you know what? If you want to go, we'll get when, you tickets. When it opens up, we're going to send you free. Yeah, we'll get you tickets. It's a lot of money. Well, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to so go to. You and your girlfriend are going to go because you're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. And I don't really awesome. love too much anymore. <laughs> yeah, but he has a but good time. With the whole and, thing. and then, of course, Scott's there playing on his sax. And, right. and, and everybody in that orchestra is a big deal. The drama is Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. I said we it. Love, and then the guitarist. I got it all. Kenny Olson. Kenny Olson. I mean, it's 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 a wonderful. Tony, oh, Tony Franklin was also with Jimmy Page. Um, it's a right. wonderful. It's a wonderful night out, and also on the grounds you could go in. There's things to eat. There's things to buy. Then they have all kinds of tents with weird stuff happening. <laughs> It's, it's really weird a, stuff. Well, for me, it's weird. You know, I'm, I'm from the olden days, but I mean, I love it. So let's tell everybody again. So, you guys, this is Richard Greco. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Richard underscore Greco, G R I E C O. His website is Richard Greco hyphen official dot com. He's got a brand new single, Six Feet Away. He needs YouTube views. Go on YouTube, watch his video so we can get it to go viral. It's a freaking great song. It's a lot of fun. He'll have a new album coming out later this year called What was it called? I'm not sure the album is going to be called yet. Okay. Wasteland something that, might be a song otherwise. That, 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 that was not <laughs> but, also on, but also on Instagram, then go to Real Richard Greco on Instagram. It's Real Richard Greco on Instagram, you guys. Um, oh, Rock Titan is in the chat room. He has a, sh a show called Rock Titan TV. He's really cool. Uh, is in the chat room. He says he wants to host them. I'll introduce you on Twitter. <laughs> okay. And, so there uh, you go. Another interview. Uh, and uh, he's got a new move coming out, Attack of the Unknown, which I think it's coming out in September. I think I saw on Facebook. I think it's at yeah. the end of, Sept end of September um, with lots of cool people in it along with himself. It's a Mahal Brothers film, and, and those are indie films that are definitely like worth buying because they're actually really good. They do a great job with it. Um, what else do I got on here? Did I miss anything else? All right, what else you want to ask him? We got to like – no, I just Three, want four, to zero, say four, five minutes. I'm looking forward to seeing and peeing with you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, sure really, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, you know how many women out there wish they could be men and hide in the bathroom when you pee just to get a peekaboo? But I, I, I didn't look. I'm a gentleman. I never look because I'm too busy winding mine up. It's on the floor and I have to roll it up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm busy rolling. You but anyway, like Richard, let me tell you something. You're good. 
You're a good guy. I like oh, you a lot. I know my other my last question. Do you have do you have any like funk are there any like Booker Funko Pops? Like do you have an action figure? Well, someone made me one. I mean, uh we're actually working on right now getting a, a Booker thing done. Um like a it's kind of um under the radar right now. Or not even on the radar right now, but uh, getting either a Booker movie or a Booker series going. Again. Oh, that's so cool. And you know what? Well, maybe we'll start a Twitter campaign to Funko to start making a Booker Funko pop because I collect – I have like 150 like action figures of just yeah. people who've been on our show. I like to get – everybody who comes on our show, I like to get the action figure from my collection. So we'll we'll start tweeting with Funko and tell them that they need to make a Booker yeah. one and that would because that would be fun to have one. And then uh, anytime you got anything you want to promote, please let us know. We'll bring you back because uh, we had a good time. Everybody in the chat room had a good time, and, and we do awesome. – we'll, this show will probably get $5 million play so good and we look forward to seeing you at the red carpets please let them come back again i you know i miss yeah. being out don't you miss being out and about yeah we're not beings that that are inclined just to be stuck inside so we need not to be me like, not me back. i need not, to be out absolutely I'm, I'm too young to be imprisoned <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> I am definitely. So, Richard, thank you so much. We so appreciate you, it. Have, have a good one. Good luck everybody. with everything. Have a good one. All right, everybody. Be good, my friend. Be good. All right, everybody. That was Richard Grieco. What a cool guy. Everybody's saying what a wonderful interview. Thank you. Um, all really good. And uh, and for all of you uh, people out there, I didn't peek when he was peeing next to me. I was too busy telling him to come on our show. I mean, Ron, Ron Russell doesn't have any kind of um class sometimes it's, i mean the man is peeing and i'm saying listen you got to come on our show it's a great show five million people blah, blah, blah. and he looked at me like i was a nut because he didn't know who i was absolutely he's a nice guy he's a I nice like guy a it's really fun and i have to tell you like because um you know ron and i have different ideas of like who we like and everything because we're not from the same generation and for me the 21 jump street people uh, Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, the people from like what are the, what I consider to be like the the best movies of my generation and in the eighties and stuff. Uh, for me, are the biggest ones. That's originally why we started the show in the first place, is so I could like uh, talk with those kinds of people. So having Richard on today has been a real thrill for me. And Ron just likes him because they peed next to each other. No, 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 no. That, no. <laughs> then afterwards we got to talk, talk and he was a great guy. And I, you know, I just thought he was a regular Joe. I don't like phony, pretentious, narcissistic motherfuckers. I think who they are because they're in a movie. I mean, anybody could be in a movie. It's no big deal. It doesn't take especially nowadays. It doesn't take intelligence, genius, or proper English. Anybody, Actually, if you got money, you can be in any you, movie you, you want. Me one more time. See this mic? It's gonna go right down your throat. I swear. Go ahead. Shove it right up your ass or down your throat. Either Won't way, fit either place. He'll, uh, he'll love. He'll love it either place. But anyway. Um, I like regular people. That's why I like Jane Russell and I liked all the people that I've known. I don't like when they are, and I'm sure you out there, everybody will agree with me. You don't like your uh, fan, your actors or, or to be snobby and bitchy. Why? What for? What the hell? Who do you think you are? Because you're on celluloid? Big, not celluloid. I gave my age away. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's like a Cell picture. Celluloid was what film was. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's just oh, like a picture. Celluloid. Oh my God. Am I old? Anyway, he's a nice guy. I like him. Bring on the knockers. Oh, she's not coming on for like another couple of minutes. Oh, so. knockers. Is, hey, listen, Dave. I want to give a shout out though. Stefan Bell's listening. So say hi to hey, Stefan and Tina. And give my Tina a big kiss. I love my little Tina. Uh, Dave, are you in the in there? Dave, no, I don't think Dave's there. 
Oh, what did? Oh, he, he misses Sherry Davis. He's going to kill himself. That's okay. Let's do a little commercial, you guys. So we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. And uh, you can listen to us live on our home station, W4CY Radio, every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And uh, we're also on a bunch of other ones, but those are the biggest ones. And then on television, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. And uh, it's always uh, a lot of fun, and, and all our shows are great. And Richard was a great guest, so we th- we appreciate everybody tuning in every week and listening. That was very well said, James. I'm surprised. Thank you. I always say things very well, well usually said. Usually you bore me to death on this show, but that was interesting. You got to like say it. Ron, Sherry has a fab personality as well. Yes, she does. Just a what? Fabulous personality. Oh, give me a break. We love give Sherry. Give me a break. Oh, Joseph Kelly's in the chat room now. Oh, hey, my, Joseph. My new, my next husband. Joseph, well, you missed us. We had, I, we I had talked Richard about Rico. You. I talked about you on the show. My character has no establishment. How the hell did you, <laughs> how did you write that? I open, I'm sleeping. I get up. I say your grandfather, I, your father. And then what the fuck is that all about? I, I don't even know why I'm in the movie. I make no sense. You got to give me a little bit of who I am. <laughs> so that's my complaint to my gorgeous, handsome director, Joseph Kelly. Who's a great director, who I, who by I the way. Name my next husband. And he was except a, he's straight. Except for he's a great director too. Watch out! No, no, don't, oh, oh, don't oh, do that. You get rid of one of these cords, and we're off the air. Oh, good. No. Anyway, Joe. Oh, he's tuning in for Sherry. Of course, he's tuning in for Sherry. What do you think? Tune in for me. So, you guys, we want to welcome Joseph Kelly to the chat room. He's the Joseph writer. Joseph Kelly is the writer and producer director of the best film director. ever. Director and star of Clown Motel. Clown Motel Two and Clown Motel. And your your host here is in that film. I, pl- I I hold the film together. It's my character that makes the film happen. Um, if, if I wasn't in that, first of all, if I wasn't in that film, Ron Russell, nobody would even go see it. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, everyone is going to go see it because Ron Russell is in it, and he's giving an Academy Award performance with his seven lines. Anyway, Joseph, we're going to talk. It's going to be a great one. It's great. It's a great, 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 great thing. It, we- I read the script. I got news for you. It's high camp. It's it's. It's going to be a very interesting film to watch. I can't wait to see it when it's actually shot up. But from the script, usually scripts don't read well. This one does. It's going to be fun, you guys. And just to do some plugs for next week, we have... Oh, wait a minute. I got to talk. Lorene Landon is in Clown. Sherry Davis is in Clown. Who else? Alyssa Dowling, everybody. Everybody we know. Everybody we know is in it. It's going to be phenomenal. All of our friends are in it, so it's got to be a ball. It's got to be the best movie of next year. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be great. Angela Joseph worked on it. She's a producer. Her daughter's in it. She's in it, too. She's in it. Her son's in it. Her mother's in it. Her grandfather's in it. Her grandmother's (laughs) in it. Her great-great-aunt is in it. And her 17 ex-lovers are in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right, Angie Baby? Where's my Angie Baby? Is she in the chat room? She's in the chat room, absolutely. Hey, Angie Baby, kisses to you, my sweet. You got to like I love, love the that Angie baby. She's a real McCoy. That's another one that no no phony shit with her. She's just really great. I love her. It really is. And we want to thank everybody who's in the chat room because you guys are great. And we appreciate you guys coming in and supporting us every week. Sherry Davis, let me tell you something, because I, I really can't say it when she's on the screen. But Sherry Davis is far more beautiful in person than she is on screen. 
I find some people don't photograph as well like me. I look 80, right? I'm in person. I look about 28 with dark hair and no, yeah. wrinkles, no wrinkles. But somehow when I get on television, the lights make my hair white and I get wrinkled. But anyway, Sherry Davis is a beautiful girl. Sexy as all hell. She is a registered nurse by trade and is raising an autistic child. So to me, she is my heroist. Is there a word? Heroist? Let's make it a word. Heroist. She's a wonderful human being as well as a very talented actress. Absolutely. And I love her to pieces. And when she comes on, you'll see how much we love each other. She's fantastic. Where and she's is she a lot anyway? of fun. She comes on at 115. What time? It's 106. Oh, we got to kill time for a long time. Let's talk about Angie Baby. Angie Baby. Do you have difficulty finding bras when you go shopping? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, do they make them your size is what I'm saying? Or do you have to have your bras custom made? Answer us in chat room. Uh, everybody else is just saying bravo, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know Angie Baby. I call it, I nickname everybody. And Angie Baby is my Angie Baby. She's got 132 different children. She's raised them all single-handedly without a man. She adores her children. They're fabulous too, I've, by the way. I was, I've spent great time with her children. The boys are beautiful and wonderful, and the girls are just delightful. She's got a house that you want to go to. And you want to be there with the family. And we were treated like family. Oh, it sounds like Sherry's here. So where's Sherry? In the studio. So we're going to like bring her in. Sherry, Sherry, baby. Laugh out loud. That's so funny. Sherry. Angel says she has to find a good oh. custom bra maker. Oh, look. At the <laughs> now you get off my show. <laughs> hey, Sherry, where say the, something. Wait, Let's make sure we can up. hear you. Where the hey, can you hear me? Yes. Where the you look beautiful. Fuck where the fuck did you get that blouse from? It's it's a little romper. It's actually shorts. <laughs> I, I expected you to come with bazooms flying across the screen. And I'm you sorry to disappoint. Oh my god, you look so beautiful. No, like, she doesn't. She she doesn't does thank you. No, I took I took a shower just for y'all. See, and I, and you still stink. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, I hate. It's not like Michael Kors. Thank you very much. I'm not going to be. Is not, it really Michael Kors? That's what I have. Well, not my outfit. The, I, I even when I'm at home and I get ready, I like the smell of something good. So a little squirt of Michael Kors and I'm good. That's hilarious. I'm you not look gorgeous. Gonna, I'm not going to be nice to you on our show. I'm going to be very mean to you because you hurt me. You didn't come on with anything low. You got a stupid blouse that looks like shit. <laughs> it looks beautiful. You does look beautiful. Not, does not. Does not. Can he you just wants cleavage. Can he you, likes cleavage. Well, he's can you pig. lower the blouse? No, 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 no. David. David used in Australia's masturbating. No, he's not there. He said, I can't. Oh, yeah, there you go. You got to do that. <laughs> I look oh, how gorgeous she All is. the guys came in today to see you and them. She's so gorgeous. Okay, hold on. We got to make an actual introduction. You look I'm beautiful. I'm already messing up. <laughs> you look like a, a supermodel. You look gorgeous. She's gorgeous in and out, my sweetie pie. All right, everybody. Oh, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, one of the greatest actresses in Hollywood, yeah. and we love her, Whoa. Sherry Davis. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, you already know Ron, so I don't have to like introduce Ron. But <laughs> knows we have a chat room full of people. So first, say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everyone. Then you got to make a special hi to uh, Joe Kelly and Angela. 
Hi, Joe. Hi, Angela. And Don Hinton, who's who was asking me to, like to see Aww. all your stuff. So say hi to Don. Hi, Don. Yeah, we were we were typing and chatting before. So yeah, hi, Don. And, Don and, is fabulous. And our, and our weekly pervert who comes in from Australia, Dave. No, he's in the U from the UK. Say hi to Dave. Oh, hi, hi, Dave. He and, really and, only tunes in because he likes all the beautiful women that come on. <laughs> he said he said to me he's dying to fuck Sadie Katz. <laughs> I mean, he said he's, what? He's dying to fuck Sadie Cat. <laughs> he That's, says it in the chat room when Sadie's here and we read it to her and she he, just laughs. He, he, <laughs> his whole his one whole, of many. No, yes, he, probably. He, he thinks that she is the sexiest thing in the world. And Dave he is. Well, yeah, but honey, you're not exactly dog shit. You know, I mean, give me a break. No way, you're smoking. It's so smoking hot. I mean, you even... and I, you and I at Su Wong's Oscars, that those pictures we took, and you in that gown. Forget, forget it. They went all over hot. the world. All over the world, those bazooms in you. Oh. You look, you look so Hollywood. I will be music. sure to thank my doctor. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no! But seriously, you look like old Hollywood glamour movie star. You were stunning. Thank you. I actually, you and I have talked about this. I love old Hollywood glamour, and being from the South, like that's how girls in the South do it. You know. I think it's perfect too. We were just talking about old Hollywood with Richard Grieco because that's what he likes too. He likes all the old Hollywood. Did you, did you ever work with Richard? I have not. Um, I met him a couple of times at um, some premieres just very, very briefly inter introduced myself. Um, and then, you know, he's worked with so many of my friends, but I, yeah. I have not worked with him yet. Right. But you will. Yes. We will. You know, we, I mean, <laughs> Joe Kelly has hired everybody in the business. <laughs> he didn't miss one person. I think he's like, got good taste. Oh, my gosh. Rock Titan is talking about like he'll be a fireman. He has to put the. He has to put the fire out because you're so hot. Yeah. And he's married. <laughs> and she's not even looking hot in that. Oh, and Dave is in the chat room now. Oh, Dave, Dave is in the chat room. Say hi to Dave. No, no, no. You got to lower the top for Dave. Come on. <laughs> just a little cleavage. Just a There you go. There you go. That's it. There you go, Dave. No, no, just for you. Yeah, Dave, she's going to give a little cleavage for you. I you knew got this it, was Dave. Happen. Dave, don't come so fast. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to say hi to B Claudia because she's like our our our, she's our fabulous woman. So so let's talk real quick um, about a little bit about you because one thing I don't know that people know that you're obviously you're a great actress, but you're also a director because I see you have two things that you're directing coming up and that you were crowdfunding right. for. One of them was called Salvage, and one of them's called Amber Alert. Did I get that right? Um. Yes and no. Um. We're, I'm <laughs> Right. Uh, salvage has kind of been put away. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that one. Um, what I'm directing next is Drained, which does star Sadie Katz as well. Um, yeah. So so I'm directing Drained. Um, and then I have Amber Alert. Um, and then I'm directing a feature with Child starting in January. And then I have another feature I can't talk about that we're actually shooting in Mexico in 2021. Okay. Well, Amber Alert has Felissa Rose in it. So you got Felissa, right. one of our favorites Yay! in one, and you got yes. Sadie in the other. That makes yes. us all happy. We're actually going to see Sadie after the we're, show. Yeah, we're going. Oh, up, yay. Yeah, we're going up to Yucca Valley where she and Miles took a place for the couple, a couple of days. Uh, I love and adore Sadie Katz. Sadie oh, Katz. I do too. And and Miles as well. They're good people. Absolutely. Absolutely. My, Miles, Absolutely. Is, you know, they asked me to be their father at their wedding. 
And I said, I can't do that because, Sadie, you have a son. She said, no, 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 I don't want my son. She said, I want you and my gay uncle to walk us down the aisle. And when they get married, so I got teary-eyed. And Miles, well, yeah. well, Miles lost his dad, and Miles was very close to him. So when Miles, they call me dad, and I get very choked up. And if I had another daughter, I would want it to be Sadie Katz. Yeah, she, she's she's, cra she's crazy. When we text, I tell her, you know, I'm like, you know, she's one of the truly most genuine people I've ever met, and she's totally insane, and I love it. I love every <laughs> bit of her craziness. The two of us together. I do too. People in the chat room are totally like loving you, and they're talking about Drain. So Drain, you you crowdfunded for Drain. Did you get? The, is it still crowdfunding? So actually, what I did is I I kind of did. I, I've never done a true um, crowdfunding campaign. I've always um, funded or um, private investors. Yes. So what I did was I put just two to three posts on Facebook. That's the only place I even put it, and I'm fully funded. Um, just from people who knew me, um, private investors. Like I literally knew every single person that um, contributed to it. Oh, there you go. So when are you going to start on that one? Um, I'm hoping later September, mid to late September. Um, I, I've kind of been touching base with Sadie and Kevin, and we're kind of watching all of the COVID things yeah. that are going on, um, which is why, unfortunately, I missed um, the show with Richard today because I was actually online doing a COVID class that I needed to get done. So my apologies. Sorry. That's okay. That's because <laughs> you're an RN. So, so hold on, please. Right. You have several things going on. So, so along with Ron, you're in Clown Motel too. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Joe just sent the new script, and I love the new script. Mm -hmm. General Milan is really a doctor, and I am uh, examining you in the in the uh, hospital room. Oh, yeah, right. And we <laughs> suspect that you may have a small bump on your breast. So I have to get your breasts now and hold them and feel all around for the tumor. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, write that or fuck you. I'm not in your movie. <laughs> I need to read this because I can't read this, but. He he failed to mention that that was in there, but you know I think you've grabbed my breast before, Ron. So yeah, so it's not that big a deal. I mean, but Dave Hughes says he wants that role. <laughs> Dave Hughes is our every week pervert, and Joseph Kelly says fake news. <laughs> Dave knows is married. And I said, what does your wife think of you? It's a pervert. He loves all of our horror girls when they come on. You and Sadie and who else? All of them. Everybody wants to know how you get all those parts, Ron. He makes them up, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are you are you actually, because we were on this, this the set of Killer Rose the last day. Are you in Killer Rose? I am in Killer Rose. I didn't know that. Right. Maybe I, I didn't know. Maybe we, um, maybe we didn't know you then. We no, might not I, have known I, you I, 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 I play a stripper <laughs> oh my god what a stretch that's so fun no, what a it stretch really that is, is. A, it really is a stretch though because she's like prim and proper she has nice breasts that she no, shows she looks she does a stripper she's gonna look like a stripper on <laughs> oh i'm sure she's, she's not gonna look like nurse jones that's for sure. okay so hey hey hey, so my outfit is is very uh brief brief yeah, but I'm not topless. And my scene, I'm actually um, fighting with Gabriel Stone. Oh, we love her. She was on the like show. Like cat fight beating the hell out of one another. You know so it was super, Gabrielle super Stone. fun. You interviewed her on Killer Rose. She was on our show. She wrote the book. Her mom is the oh, mom from E.T. Wallace's daughter. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm play she plays my wife. In what? 
in uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? The Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave. Dave's movie. Yes. Dave's movie where I play. Oh. You're, my, you're my daughter, by the way. You and Sadie and somebody else are my daughters, and my wife is. That woman, what's Gabrielle Stone. Gabrielle Stone. I'm glad oh. they gave me a sexy one. I thought they were going to give me like another ugly old lady. I couldn't. My yeah, life. Because Gabriel, no. Gabriel's younger than me. She can't so. be your wife. That's not your who, wife. Who's, who was on Rose on the shoot? Who was a young girl whose mother's a famous? Yeah, soper. that's Gabrielle Stone. That not was Gabrielle. Fabulous soap. She's not a fabulous famous soper. She's like a famous like she's the mom well, in ET. She's my mother. <laughs> right. My mother. She plays my wife. Oh, Gabrielle Stone. No, no, not Gabrielle Stone. D. Wallace. Yes. Oh, okay. Gabrielle's mother, whoever the fuck she is. D. Wallace. Stone. D. Wallace. She's she, like one of the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> she, she plays my wife. I'm, and I'm sorry, playing, D. I'm sorry, Gabriel. I'm, I know that they know who I am. They love me. They think I'm so cute when I'm senile. But anyway. <laughs> um, you know, I love I, I love Eileen Dietz. And if she oh, were going to be my wife, it would have been difficult because I have lines like I crawl up to her and I say, can't wait for tonight. I'm going to give it to you, baby, really good. And, you know, Eileen Dietz just doesn't look the part. But this woman is beautiful and sexy. So when I say my lines, it, they'll really they'll be true. There you go. Meanwhile, that's a very interesting. I'm actually, clip. by the way, Ron, I'm not your daughter. Why? I'm the other woman to a character that I can't say who it is. Right, 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 right. So I don't get to, you know, pull down your panties and smank, spank you? <laughs> <laughs> you're such a perv. And people. No, but somebody you're doing, maybe. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I read the script in full. And I got to right. tell, tell you, Dave did a hell of a job with it. I don't like most scripts. You know, I get a lot he, of scripts. I don't, I don't, I'm not a star. But there's a lot of strips, scripts. I just got a script now. I think they want me to play an outrageous fag in in it, and I refused. I said I don't play homosexuals. I don't do that because making fun of a gay man is not my idea of theater. Gotcha. Uh, well, well, I have to be. Oh, hello, darling. It's like those silly fruits. It's not who I am. <laughs> well, it's not who I am, and I don't like to sell it that way. Gay men. Gay men. Gay men are just like any other men. And all the women out there, if you knew how many of you are married to gay men in the closet, you'd be shocked. So, you know, gay is not. Everybody wants to be in a movie with you, Ron, because you get to go. Here's what people don't understand. Gay guys, because like everybody, we put up all these pictures and like all our straight friends who are single, they'll like ask us questions like, how is it that you guys are always like in the rooms hugging like the most gorgeous women on the planet? And we're like, they don't feel threatened by us. We can like do whatever we want. They all get dressed in front of us. They do everything. Yeah, because, we, <laughs> because we appreciate beauty. Them, not just them. And we're not trying to get anywhere you know, we're, with we're, them. We're not, <laughs> listen, all men, they look at a woman and they wind up looking at Snatch. Okay. That's all they care about. Me, I mean, like, what did I say to you on the set two weeks ago of Clown Fear? Clown no, Motel. No, Clown Motel. Clown Fear. That piece, <laughs> that piece of shit. <laughs> Clown Motel. I'm I'm losing my mind with all these fucking clown movies. But anyway, I said to Sherry, I said, Sherry, what is wrong with me? A gay man, and I'm so fascinated by breasts. And Sherry said, She doesn't remember. I don't remember. She what said, did I say? She said, all gay guys are. Oh, they, yeah, all, they all love my breasts. So I it's guess it's a gay guy thing. You know, breasts. I don't know why. Maybe we wish we had them so we could fill ourselves up. I don't know. Oh, I Dave, don't know. You it, it really is true, though. Like, 
every gay man I know talks about my boobs more than the straight men that I know. So that's because the straight men are there's something jacked up with them. Because no, the straight- I have to say, like you, um, there, there's a handful of 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 people that are kind of like in our group that when you go out places and you see them at premieres and stuff, they all are so elegant and classic. I mean, still very feminine, showing the boobs and everything, but like so elegant and classic. You and Sarah French and Sadie always looks beautiful. You guys always look so. You look like movie stars when you go we out. We are movie and we, stars, but we really approve. People, I mean, we being a, an appreciation for the movie industry appreciate the fact that you don't show up to premieres in you know jeans and sneakers, and you you know you look the part. And I think it's uh, first, something that's lost fir- in Hollywood. The, the first time I met Lorene Landon, who I absolutely love and adore, I walked up to her and I said, "I want to thank you." And she looked at me. She said, "What for?" I said, "For looking like a 1955 movie star." I miss that glamour so much. And she always wears gowns, and you know she's she's uh, she's not a twenty year old girl, but whatever she is, she looks wonderful for her age. She and does, she, and she's still glamorous and sexy and beautiful. And I appreciate that because theater and Hollywood is all fake; it's all glamour. It's yeah, every life. time I see her, I I always make it a point to to tell her hello and compliment her because she she is absolutely stunning. She really is, and she is very glamorous as well. And then to address what what you mentioned about like um, Sarah French, you know, and again these are all of our friends, Sarah French and Sadie Katz, and, and they're beautiful women, and 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 they're sexy women, and they're sweet women, um, but. I truly believe, and again, you know, this is partly me being from the South, my, my, how I was raised and that kind of thing. Um, like I didn't go to the grocery store without my, my makeup and hair done and that kind of thing. And, and then for me as a businesswoman, which, um, is, is how I'm wired. I'm a business person. So for me, I believe first impressions are lasting first impressions. And so for me, I never know who I may meet, you know, and, 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 and if at first they only remember me because I had this long red elegant dress on, it, it doesn't matter. They remembered me for something. And if I need to give them a call later or whatever, or someone mentions my name, I did something enough aesthetically to stand out to them. Absolutely. Okay. Barbara Streisand, when she auditioned for Funny Girl, dressed in character. I know so many actors of my day that would go down for big stars. I mean, like uh, even Marilyn Monroe sometimes auditioned for certain parts. Jane Russell told me that uh, they would go in character because a lot of the casting people don't see well. They're like demented or something's wrong with them. Like they'll pick a 500 pound woman to play Marilyn Monroe in a life story. You know, so you got to go there and show them exactly what it is you can do. Right. You, you send out. Elegance, sexuality, glamour, and of, of an old Hollywood. People nowadays are starting to romance that. Years ago, they thought, oh, they're all full of shit in Hollywood. There was a bunch of fake tits and asses, and they're all <laughs> plastic. You know, they were nasty. Now all the audiences are fake tits and asses and plastic, so now they can't say that about the actresses anymore. So now we're going back to people saying, yes, we want glamour. Mm-hmm. Women are wearing lashes now. I mean, McDonald's, you go in there, the chick's got four foot lashes on. Everyone has lashes on pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. So it's going back to glamour and sex appeal and style, well, of which I'm happy. And you're the queen of it. You and, and oh, all my friends. Thank you. 
No, seriously. You we, also work work. One more thing. What okay. she did at the Oscars, Oscar party that night, I mean, everybody was like freaking out from you. I mean, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, well, she, he's talking about the Sue Wong Oscar Gala. Right. And uh, Sherry was one of the celebrity attendants. And you could, you she was so glamorous, it next, wasn't even funny. Next Oscar party that Wong throws, you could be my guest. My, <laughs> okay, my I'll be sure to have the girls out. Well, if, I'm not, if I'm not taking Lainey Kazan as my date, I'm going to take you as my date. Oh, I'm not first on the roster. That's okay. Well, Lainey, <laughs> Lainey's my age, and I know her for 40 years, so I, I feel <laughs> obligated. Do you know who Lainey doesn't Kazan matter, is? Because you're going to go either well, way, because I'm going to get I'll you be, in I'll right be with, with your husband. There you go. Well, wait, do you know who Lainey Kazan is? Yes. Oh, good. She knows, everybody. She knows who everybody well, is. Well, a lot of people don't know who Lainey I have to say the star of the Greek my Greek wedding. So yeah. hold on, let's do some bragging. So first of all, you guys, Sherry uh, has got all kinds. Of, she, you're in more movies. I went on your IMDb. Like mm -hmm. you make more movies than like fucking anybody. Like you make like ten movies in like a year. Uh, <laughs> um, you're in a lot of Dustin Ferguson films. Which congratulations, right. he's been a guest on the show, and and he makes a lot of movies. And so like you got a whole bunch of those. Los Angeles Shark Attack. We knew everybody in that one. Um, right. Axe to Pieces, Angry Asian Murder Hornets. Um, I think you're in James Balsamo's Catch of the Day 2, You Die at Dawn. You're working on Down the K-Hole with Sadie and Miles. Um, uh, something called Violence on Demand, which I don't know that one, but I just picked it out because it has Alyssa Dowling and Sarah French, and since they're both friends of ours. And you've right. got Appetite for Sin. You just did The Step Daddy, which is a Thomas Churchill film. You're in Big Freaking Rat, and so is Ron. So that's going to be a fun one. What, what are you in Big Fucking Rat? Freaking what, Rat. Um, uh, very, very briefly in it, like a scene or two. I'm, I'm what, in, what, the, in the campgrounds. Campgrounds. Campground camp scene. Those scenes. Okay. You got to like with love Julianne, it. Actually, with Julianne as well. We our scenes together. And you have something called Axe Grinder too. And I wrote down that you were in Bloodcraft. Were you in Bloodcraft? I did. Um, again, I mean, that was one of those things. Um, James kind of was like, hey, can you help us out? I, I did. I wasn't like in a role role. I just kind of came on in, in a really big church scene on that. Um, matter of fact, I need to watch that. I want to watch it, too, because Bloodcraft, mm -hmm. first of all, you guys, is directed by James Cullen Bresek, who I met him because uh, Sean Kanan, the actor, has a book called Success Factor X, and he picked 50 famous people to write what their idea of success was, and then mm -hmm. he asked me to write the forward to it. So when we did a book signing at Barnes & Noble, I got to meet all the people that wrote in it, and uh, James was there. So we've met him a ton of times since then. I um, mean, he's the director, but Augie Duke is in it, Michael Welch, who's been on Love our Augie. show. Love Augie. Dave Sheridan. Dominique Swain. I mean, it's got some really big people. Dave Aug is Aug amazing in this. Augie's a great actor. Aug actor. Uh, now, I wasn't on set with Augie at the same time, but I was when Dave was, I was literally chills, like blown oh, she's, away. She's and, I, and what? Oh, yeah, she's he's a, a pro. He's she's talking a, about Dave Sheridan. Oh, I'm talking about Augie. Do you know Dave Sheridan? Oh, I love Augie. Augie's Dave. Augie, amazing I, too. That crappy film that all of us hate, and we were in called Clown Fear, that piece of junk. Augie gave a very good performance. She was in my scenes, you know, as the minister. And, right. Augie, Augie's great in everything she does. And just like Sadie, she's super sweet, super yep. genuine. I mean, love she's love one of my favorite her. people. And her boyfriend is a doll, too. Now, mm -hmm. listen, I'm going to upset the hell out of you right now because I have to know are you and Joe Kelly an item? I can't believe you just asked that in front of 5 million people. <laughs> because I'll tell you something. The way you two work together, it was like husband and wife. And Joe, when he looks at you, he just gets those big, 
cow eyes and he like lights up. So I don't know if you know it, but I think Joe may be in love with you. I want to report it. I want to report it if it's true. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, Joe and I are, we've become really, really good friends. Um, and I, um, I think he's very, very smart and I respect the fact that he's, he's the age he is and he's doing so much. I mean, um, like That's we were talking, I, I've told him over and over, I've never seen anyone talk numbers and percentages and like the business. I don't want to hear this. You're getting, I, I, no, you're right about no, all she's that. She's avoiding the question. She's a, she's a smart ass. She said they're one. very good friends. I'm going to smack this bitch all over. I the answered studio. the question. No, you did not. I, I said did to too. you. Is there a romance going on off the set? Just tell him no, and then don't no, worry about it. No, I don't want to hear no. Don't fuck you, Jimmy. You know, let me let her answer. I, he's so cute. He's my next husband. You know that. I never, ever, ever in any show talk about my personal life. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, you know, I love weddings, and I love people in love. I, I believe, uh, like you, uh, well, I can't go into that because that was something we talked about. We don't want to discuss it ever again. But right. um, love is something that you cannot live without. Sue Wong and I agree on so much. I adore Sue Wong. She's my new dearest and best friend. Her philosophies, her stuff is incredible. Uh, one is definitely a lonely number, and one is a number that is seeking and searching. So I would love it if you and Joe were madly in love and got married. I would be very happy. No, or you with anybody. I don't really think that. You know, I've been married all my life. I married Saudi George when I was 19 years old, and he and I were together for 46 years. Then I married my wife, a woman, for 16 years. And then I married this next to me for nine years. I'm a marrying kind. I'm not a... a, 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 a I want to go back to what you said, though, because Joe Kelly is definitely he's texting what? her right now. That's why she's no, looking at her. I'm actually, um, <laughs> my, uh, my roommate's daughter. OK, she just left. I was texting her to be quiet. Oh, <laughs> so in the meantime, though, I think that what you said about Joe Kelly is true for a young guy. He's got the business part of the film industry. And he's really down. He's, he's really very, cute. very smart. I and was very cute. Impressed with how he directed us with like a no staff. And he had to do everything the other day when mm -hmm. we did my little thing in Clam Hotel, too. He's going to be, you know, 10 years from now, everybody's going to be talking about him like they talk about everybody else because he is going to be and a it's gonna big, be very hard. big director. He's in my scene, you know, he and I have a scene together and it's going to be hard for me because we're in bed together sleeping and somebody knocks at the door with a jeep and i turn to him and i say do you think they know we're gay and he <laughs> says and joe says no i really don't give a shit come here baby i need to kiss you and then he starts kissing me feeling me up you know it's a good scene right joseph <laughs> joseph joseph I love Joe. He's a handsome fella. I really like to see you two together. It's a nice couple. So what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite film that you've been in or one that you had the most fun on? I asked Sister Richard Grieco too. One that was the most fun to film? That is such a difficult question. I mean, because, you know, they're all so different. No two sets are alike. I mean, you guys know this. Um, I loved my role in Lake of Shadows I did three years ago that is now about to come out. And I, I just watched it a few nights ago because I got to do comedy. Oh, and, there you go. That's fun. And I got to be really Southern and really over the top, which was a lot of fun to do. And then my scene was with Robert Lasardo, who I was a huge fan of from the days of Nip Tuck. Yes. And so, 
and then to later get to know him and he's just he's such an incredible person and i'm thinking oh my god i just did a scene with someone that i was like fangirling you know first of all though he is a great actor he is a great i've never actually i've never met him so what so he was cool right he was cool incredibly sweet you know and he and he stays in touch with everyone he works with you know our ep tino i mean you know they just call each other up i mean he's just such a normal nice sweet guy um and and um it was like 119 degrees in fresno and it was miserable and and it was the cleavage shot which ron would love oh Um, what makes you think that (laughs) well literally when i come on camera it's it's literally on my cleavage that's my (laughs) opening it's just this and i go what's the name on these things (laughs) wait what's the name of the movie Lake of Shadows. Lake of Shadows debuts Dave. when it comes out. You're Michael Rodriguez. Dave <laughs> yeah, was the director. Dave, yeah. Dave, um, Dave. So I love that. I actually love my role in Killer Rose with Gabby. Yes. Because, again, we were fighting. You know, we were in stripper clothes, and I'm, like, jumping off of a ledge onto her. We're rolling around on the ground, and then car comes. I, well, I can't tell you the end. No, don't tell you that. Anyway. It's, it's Dave, a badass scene. It's, it was it's a lesbian great. shot. Lesbian shot, Dave. You like that? Two yeah, that's Killer <laughs> Two chicks. Well, I've done that too. He he's pre- he says he's ordering his copies. <laughs> the, the, skirts uh, I, I, I played a lesbian vampire in a movie as well, so I've done that oh, too. Oh, what that? Lesbian, what movie is that? <laughs> lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> uh, it's called The Last Revenants. Is that one out? Can we see it? Uh, I, I'm not sure where it is. It might be on VOD. Okay. Um, Alyssa okay. Dowling was in it as well. Give Dave, give Dave the title again. The Last Revenants. Okay. And then you have Killer Rose. Mm-hmm. You got enough film there that your wife will divorce you for sure. That's right. Yeah. And then um, the, my, my two short films that really I feel like are even more popular than some of my features are um, Snake with a Human Tail which actually is the, the film that kind of put me on the map with horror. Okay. Um, what is it called? Um, a big tail? S- what? Snake with a human tail. Right. What is a human tail? A penis? <laughs> just the title, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it, baby cakes. <laughs> it wouldn't be long enough if it was a tail anyway. It's only a snake. Snakes bang snakes. They don't care. Okay. Well, I play a transgender prostitute in that one. Oh, cool. Wow. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Um, and the reason that we got so much attention was because we didn't know about the movie Spotlight, which was up for a lot of awards and I think yeah. won some awards. So we shot that and and we're so getting publicity at the same time as Spotlight and, and the whole concept of it was my character, you know, was a little boy originally and was being molested by the Catholic priest. Oh, so it's, wow. it's it's really disturbing and it follows her life and how she became so messed up. She's really messed up in drugs and and what ends up happening is, you know, again, she's a transgender prostitute, she's a drug addict. And she um, becomes involved with the priest that was molesting her as a child. And she knows who he is, but he doesn't know who she is. Oh, wow. So it's 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 great. It's a revenge movie. It's a religious movie. (laughs) 
Well, that too. <laughs> you gotta like love it. No, you have a lot of great ta- uh, a lot of great titles, and mm-hmm. and I think uh, I can't wait to, for for some of them to come out um that are gonna come out, and I think mm-hmm. that you know I think it's cool that you're directing everything. So let's ask you like my hypothetical that I like. Oh, wait, that. I want to answer a question. Okay. Before okay. we go there, are you going to be working with Joe the day we shoot up in Big Bear? Yes. Oh, good. Then I'll see you then. Mm-hmm. Wear something low cut to inspire me to work. <laughs> Don't wear that fucking blouse. I rip it off. I love that blouse. I, I think it's blouse. gorgeous. I hate that blouse. romper. I romper. It's it. not a blouse. See, it's a romper. It's got shorts. Yeah, but well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it looks gorgeous. Thank you, anyway, Jimmy. Let's 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 Thank go. Thank you, so- later. That's right. Let's go to a hypothetical. So you you're like an actress and you could work with any other male and female actress on the planet, living or dead. Who would you like to work with? And then the next question is, if you could have been any character in any movie ever made, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And what character would you like to be? Oh, that one. I know. OK, go with that one first. Uh, Charlie Theron and Monster. Oh, there you go. Great. I one. mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and that's why we did Snake with a Human Tail because I told the writer director, he goes, Hey, I want to work with you and I haven't directed. What do you want to do? I said, I want to do something crazy off the wall, something that no one would expect me to do that show that pushes me. Um, and um, we came up with Snake with a Human Tail, but I said, I want something where I'm unrecognizable. I don't want to be that brunette, southern, all my makeup done, all pretty, pretty. I don't want to be that person. Or, or who people are used to me being, um, I want to do something where they look at me and go, oh, my God, that's Sherry Davis, you know, like. Well, they did that already with you and I when we did the shower scene together naked. Remember all your makeup washed off? <clears throat> <laughs> Dave Hughes just dropped dead. Dave I must have been died. really shit-faced when that happened. <laughs> I was no, blackout I, drunk, okay? Dave used his dick blew off in explosion <laughs> from that. Dave was going crazy. So he wants to be in all your movies. So, okay. No, so really, I'm not kidding. This guy's on the level. Okay. Charlize Theron and Monsters. First of all, nobody's ever said that. That's a good one. So let's go yeah. back now. We love Charlize. I love, she's my favorite actress. I love Charlize. I think she is amazing. Like Gorgeous, just absolutely incredible. Natural actress. Gorgeous one. Grace Kelly, another beauty. Okay. So who, who would you like to work with that you haven't had a chance to work with? If you could pick anybody and they could be living or dead, who would you really like to work with? I need a male and a female. I, I, God, they're just, I, I'm so blank on this one right now. I mean, I just, well, you know, kind of, I, I kind of go into, my brain goes into genres and, and I'm really kind of liking a lot of comedy, comedic actresses. Like I love Jennifer Garner. Yes, me I too. Mean, which is very different. Um, I think she's great. And I think she, I, and honestly, J-Lo. I, I, I like J-Lo, too. Oh, well, I, I, I love J-Lo. I like yeah. her, but I heard she's such a bitch. Really? I mean, no, really. We I had, heard that, too. We had friends really? of ours, very close friends of ours that were dancers that worked with her. And she told them, they were told, do not look her in the eye, do not talk to her. Who the Damn. fuck is she? Yeah, Puerto you're not allowed Rican, to look Puerto at. Rican from New York. When did she become queen shit? Yeah, yeah we do I have mean, a- honestly, like I, I literally just went completely blank when you asked me that. And then I can, you know, I can go in as far as the actors, you know, I think of people like uh, Kevin Costner, uh, yes. Tom Hanks. Yes. Kevin Costner no. would be a great one. Kevin Costner. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, like Yellowstone is one of my favorite television series. Oh, um, I've never watched it, but I want to watch it because I love uh, Kevin Costner. I'm only dying to do a shower scene naked with Kevin Costner. 
Yeah, me too. I like I do that one. <laughs> you know what? Divorce tomorrow. Yeah, right. Oh, so he can do it, but I can't. No, Kevin Costner's hot. Like, and I, then you go into those, you know, like those celebrity crushes, like Brad Pitt. You know, yeah. who I think is also, you know, an amazing actor. You know, someone like that. And then I was all about Vampire Diaries. You know, and and Ian Summerholder, who I've met a couple of times. I, I really, you know, dug him. Still do. Um, but. Yeah. You were young. Who, who was your like? Who were she your like? She is young. What do no, you but mean I mean, you when you were young. like in high school and junior high school and high school, who were your like crushes back in the day? Oh like, God, I had. I mean, first of all, Dukes of Hazard was my thing because oh. I, I, you know, wanted to be Daisy Duke. Um, uh, we had John Schneider on our show. He was fabulous. He was so, such yeah. A- um, and you know, his wife's on my on my social media as well. I followed them. Um, and I've I've seen them at things. They came to Texas and, and did autograph, you know, signings and stuff. So yeah, I, I definitely I loved John Schneider. Um, but I had a full size poster of Patrick Swayze on my bedroom door. Oh, that's a good one too. Good old Patrick. And what about the letter you sent me at Universal when I was over with Charlie's Angels? You sent me a letter saying you were dying to meet me, that you thought I was the sexiest, handsomest <laughs> man in the world. <laughs> and could we have dinner together at your place? Bring wine. <laughs> yeah. You know who I had it's growing up? It figures too. Like I had Christy McNichol everywhere. Oh, I loved her back in the day. Yeah. Like a dyke. So all the people that I like had a crushes on were dykes and I ended up being a homo. (laughs) Well, Well, like Nancy McKeon too, you know, I I really liked her too. Um, There were so many good, you know, eighties, eighties actors and um, actresses. Yeah. I'm trying to think who all Ralph Macchio. Oh, we met him too. We had a premiere in New York. And ha- yeah, him. I was really into the Karate Kid movies, so I, I was, he was okay. Yeah. Ralph started off a little cold and snobby, and oh. Then, oh yeah, and then when I got into his personality and started doing my shtick, he warmed up and he laughed and he became very friendly. Um, yeah, he he's think, he, he's a stiff Republican. Ah, I think one of my all-time favorite crushes is uh, the late and great Paul Walker, though. Uh, see, I did good the costume looking. design on Too Fast, Too Furious, so yeah. I, like, I hung yeah. out with him. He was very and cool. And I was good yeah. friends with Ron Lester, so um, yeah. when, when what Paul you- passed, you know, we were with Ron quite a bit after that, and then Ron passed, of course, you know, yeah. a couple of years later, um, and, and that was difficult as well. But, um, you know, there are just so many. And then you think of old Hollywood, which I love as well, and, and, and just the list can go on and on. There's so many. What do you think of Jason Statham? He likes Jason Statham. Oh, I think Jason Statham is the handsomest <clears throat> man, the sexiest man in the world. Not my type. No. See, Ooh. that doesn't do anything for me either. That doesn't That's, do his anything for me. That's his pass. That's if Jason Statham story. comes up and yeah. says they want to have sex with him, he can go. That's <laughs> his pass. Yep. That's right. Jason, I think, is just the sexiest guy in a sloppy, dirty looking way. That's what makes him sexy. If he was ever like washed up in. You know, in his suit and looking good, he wouldn't be sexy. But he looks like um, a hot trick. But the Fast and Furious is one of my favorite franchises. Yes. Um, and the fact that I got to work on one of them is is a very cool. That's thing. super cool. Yeah, that's super super cool. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, as soon as we, you know, LA locked down again, we're back in the jail. But as soon as we <laughs> breathe again, I'm going to have a get together. And of course, you're coming. You'll drive of up course. with 80 miles. Come up with 80 miles. 
Of course. Or Joe, or Joe Kelly. La, da, da. Well, <laughs> she's not going to do that. Now they're going to avoid each other. Now See, this re- is why I never talk about my personal life right here. <laughs> because of all the damn rumors. That's Listen, okay. It's, at least Listen, it's a good rumor. It, and we didn't it, say that you were like going with somebody uh, no. that was ugly. I mean, <laughs> dating Joe Kelly has got to but be But you nice. know I am a cougar. Yes, I know you're a cougar. So Joe's old. Cougar. Oh, he's no. Joe's young. How old is that guy? He's 27, I think, isn't he? Oh, he's 26. My, he's, my, he's older or younger? I don't know. He's my age. No, he's not. Hey, 20, hey, Joe. How old are you, Angela? Tell us how old Joe is. <laughs> Just don't tell how old I am. Okay. I how old you are? Nobody knows how old you are. I know how old she is. Ron knows. She's a year younger than I am. I'm 80. She's 70. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I know everything about wow. you. I know, listen, honey, I know everything about you. I never You know, it. no, Ron knows my age. We yes, talk about everything. It's not on your IMDb? Except my private life. No, and it needs to stay off my IMDb. Uh, I'm, not putting, I'm not putting it on your IMDb. <laughs> Joe, Joe's 31. So cute. That's what Angela... Oh, Joe says 31. Okay, I thought that came from Angela. Okay, and, Joe says... You know what? He's really a, a, a good per. I like Joe a lot. Because he's kind and he's sweet and he's gentle and he's very mysterious because he looks at you with nothing in his eyes. It's blank. <laughs> and you know, I don't mean that sarcastically. I meant that affectionately. And you don't know exactly what's going on in that brain. Don't you find that to be? <laughs> you know, I, well, I mean, expressive. Like when I'm angry, my eyes are fireballs. You can tell all of my moods by my eyes. They work. Uh, I'm pretty good at reading people, though. You know, I mean, I've got a background in psychology. Joe, oh, there you go. That's good. Joe has a wonderful, tranquil look in his eyes. He never gets flustered or whatever. I mean, look at the day at the shoot when they were doing the, the whole thing. He just is so cool. That's what I like about him. He's yeah, not he's really laid back. He's really chill. He's very kind. Not like other directors. And he didn't get mad when we fucked up. <laughs> oh, you, 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 really didn't, you really didn't fuck up. Every, <laughs> Everybody goofs on a line. Come on. Oh, I, he wrote me a line on how I'm going to get through it. It's like Peter Packer picked a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> I have so many peas, one word after another. Not loud. <laughs> so hang on, you guys, because we've only got three minutes. Let's get a couple of things out. So you guys, this is Sherry Davis. First of all, you can follow her on Twitter, and she's at the Sherry Davis. But Sherry is S-H-E-R-I Davis, D-A-V-I-S. If you follow her on Instagram, she puts beautiful pictures of herself up there. She's fabulous. It's at Sherry.Davis. That's S-H-E-R-I dot Davis. She's Sherry Davis on Facebook. Um, go to her IMDb. You can see all the cool stuff that she's in. Um, she's got lots of stuff that's going to be coming out and she's shooting all kinds of things. Cause she's very, very popular and, and she's gorgeous. Her name, her name is, Sher- her name is Sherry Davis. No relationship to Betty Davis. Oh, I wish she, she was my buddy. You know, I knew Betty in her last years of life and I had the best fun with her because she was a broad drank, smoke, cursed. She was regular Joe, nothing phony about her. She hated I think her. We talked about her the first night we met Ron. Well, I'm sure, but my audience may be, you, are you telling me it's boring? I'm going to come in this. No, I'm just saying because, <laughs> I'm gonna because we got into a deep conversation about old Hollywood because you, you said that to me. You remind me old was, Hollywood. She was absolutely <laughs> not saying that. Like everybody, like you girls, you know, she was regular. She wasn't a, a phony snob. You know, there's somebody in your in our business that I don't like. I'm not going to mention her, but she's, you know, who she is. <laughs> she thinks who the fuck she is, and she's a troublemaker, says terrible things about some people. 
Uh, I don't care for that. I don't think we have room in our business for people like that. Absolutely. Everybody needs to I mean, we're treat people the way we, you want we, to be we treated. We have become a family now, and I include myself as grandpa. But all of I mean, I'm working with everybody that we talk about. We're all like one big, like Warner Brothers had a stable of actors, and, and 20th Century Fox had their stable of actors. Well, I think we have formed our own stable of actors because we all work, you know. Together in, in lots together. of things. And I think everybody gets along great. And you are one of the nicest and the sweetest ones. You are one of my pets. I must. Oh, thank you. You know that. I don't like. I love you guys. You know that. I tell you that all the time. Everybody loves the show. They they say it's great seeing you on here and that you're gorgeous. And the guys who didn't know who you were definitely know who you are now. And we're going to get tons of plays. Guys didn't know who she was. Some people don't know. Didn't know who she was. Blind gay guys. Not not everybody is like paying attention and knows what's going on. But we're out of time anyway. So we've got to go. So Sherry, Sherry, we want to thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Wish you all the best in everything you always we love you to death and have a great night thank you love you guys thanks for having me bye see you you at big bear yes all right Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We had a great show. We want to thank Richard Grieco and Sherry Davis for coming on the show. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Thanks, chat room. That was a fun show. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us. At the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on